Pastor Xavier Reese says it's a critical time for you to choose this day who you will serve. 2 Thessalonians 2, 11 and 12 says, And for this reason God will send them strong delusions, and they shall believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. It's progressive. The stage is set. But let me ask you, if you cannot live for Jesus Christ now, how are you going to die from then? It's real simple. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. Just as the end of the story is revealed by peeking ahead at the last chapter, the end of what we know as the church age has been revealed in Daniel chapter 9 of God's book, the Bible. More specifically, God's prophetic clock has been divided into three predetermined and identifiable periods of time within what is referred to as the 70 weeks of Daniel. And as our teacher, Pastor Xavier, has now reached the third and final period, the 70th week, our study series begins to focus on the remaining details falling into place that signal the soon return of the true Lord of Lords. Let's listen. Daniel... Chapter 9, verse 27 is our text. And the message entitled, The 70th Week of Daniel, which marks the final seven years of tribulation, first three and a half years, great tribulation, the last three and a half years. Jeremiah refers to these last seven years to prepare Israel for a Messiah as the time of Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah 30, verse 6. Remember also that between the 69 weeks and the 70th week, as we stated, God's prophetic clock has stopped, marking the church age. When this 70th week begins, His prophetic clock will start again. What will start this clock again is the rapture of the church and the attack of Russia on Israel, Ezekiel 38 and 39. The church is the bride of Christ. And she's called out of the world. Acts 15, 37, 39 makes that very clear by the mouth of James. Now, the week or seven years will be interrupted by the Antichrist, the man of sin. He will rise as a man, a peace. Riding on a horse, a white horse, peace. With a bow, and as I've told you often, no arrows. He conquers through diplomacy. He, he delivers false peace and safety. Revelation 6, 1 and 2. He will have all seeming solutions for all the problems of the world. He will help the Jews to build their temple, for clearly our text mentions sacrifice. And so does Revelation 11, 1 and 2. There is presently no temple. There is presently no sacrifice, as you know, being offered. But there will be in the last week. The Antichrist will be the fulfillment of the prophecy of Daniel's prophecy in two ways. He will very clearly, as Daniel declares, cause the sacrifice and offerings to cease, as we see here in verse 27. He will very clearly declare himself to be God, as Daniel 11.36 says, 2 Thessalonians 2.4 says, and Revelation 13.3-6 shows. He is the anti-type, the fulfillment of the type of Antiochus Epiphany, who attempted to wipe out the Jewish religion and Hellenize them, 
Antiochus slaughtered a pig on the altar, desecrated the temple, caused the priest to eat the pig's meat, and he set a statue of Zeus in its place. And that's what provoked and instigated the Maccabean revolt. The Antichrist will break the treaty he makes with the Jews and cause the abomination of desolation that is spoken about here. Jesus confirms this in Matthew 24, 15. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, flee to the wilderness to Israel. Jesus was not thinking of Titus, who came in in 70, or he would have had to come back seven years after, if that was it. He only destroyed the temple. He didn't desecrate. The Antichrist will persecute the woman Israel at that point when he sets up the abomination and they recognize that they have been deceived. And Israel will flee to the wilderness, a place prepared for her, we believe is the city of Petra on Jordan's side. Revelation 12, 1 through 6 and 13 through 17 says, the woman will flee to the wilderness to Petra and the Antichrist will pursue her with his army and the earth will open up and swallow them up and God will house the remnant of Israel over in Petra for three and a half years, the last three and a half. He will have his source from Satan, work miraculous signs and wonders. Second Thessalonians 2 9 and Revelation eleven seven. Make no mistake of that. He will be directly sourced from the power of hell. Antiochus Epiphany is being the type of the Antichrist to come, equally broke the word his word to the Jewish people, the leaders, and desecrated that temple, slaughtering that pig on the altar, setting up the altar or the statue of Zeus. The Antichrist will do the same thing with himself. The Antichrist will be empowered directly by Satan so that the rise of demon activity is paramount in the one world order. The occults are alive and thriving in America and the world today. I don't know if you realize that. The word occult comes from the Latin word occultus. It means dark secret or hidden or mysteries. The occult can be traced back to Babylon, as you know. And if you want to go all the way back, go to the Garden of Eden. Why? Listen. Satan's words. Has God said... It's a direct challenge to everything that's in Scripture. The words of God. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from this faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisies, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. The prophecy here is of the Spirit, directly, clearly. Now, it is believed that there is more now than 5,000 cults in America with tens of million followers. Cults are different from occult in that they are heretical views of the scriptures that deceive individuals. While the occult deals with the presence of satanic spirits and they seek them out. 70% of baby boomers believe in psychic powers. 67% of American adults claim to have a psychic experience at one time or another of extrasensory perception. There are programs on radio and TV, as you know, of people speaking to the dead, necromancy, comforting loved ones that have lost their children or whatever. 
Occultic, God says, do not seek the dead. Amazing to me. The devotion to astrology is a favorite pastime in America. In 1975, a Gallup poll showed that 32 million Americans believe that the stars influence people's lives. In 1988, Gallup poll showed that 10% of evangelicals believe in astrology. What Bible are they reading? In the late 90s, it was estimated that there were 10,000 astrologers who practiced full-time and 175,000 part-time. More than 80% of newspapers in America now carry horoscope columns. The first lady, well, she was first lady, now she's last lady, Hillary Clinton, used a New Age psychic, Gene Houston, coordinator of the Foundation for Mind Research, to talk to the spirit of Eleanor Roosevelt. The influence and manifested evidence is in music, movies, education, medicine, everywhere, blatant. The majority of America is being seduced and deceiving into progressive liberalism that buys into anything and everything because there is no right and wrong anymore. America has deviated and broken her covenant and her treaty with God, written clearly in our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, in the Federalist Paper, in our monument uh, in Washington, and in our paper money and coin money. And God we trust. And we have deviated from the Judeo-Christian principles of our documents. Deuteronomy 4, 19-20 says, And take heed, God talking to the children of Israel, Take heed lest you lift your eyes to the heaven, and when you see the sun, the moon, the stars, all the hosts of heaven, you feel driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord Yahweh your God has given to all the people under the whole heaven as a heritage. Verse 19 says, I've given it to you to bless you. So you can have sun, moon, seasons, the nerves. Not to worship. That's where we're at. We're worshiping the creature. More than the creator which is blessed forevermore. The prophetic problem in the 70th week is the breaking of the treaty by the Antichrist. Notice third and last. The power play in the 70th week. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. You say, what the heck does that mean? First of all, the Antichrist will have absolute authority overall. Daniel eleven thirty six to 39 says this, and it's all listed there. He will do according to his will. He shall exalt and magnify himself above every God. He shall speak blasphemous against the God of heaven. He shall prosper till the wrath has been accomplished. He shall regard neither the God of his fathers, nor the desire of woman, nor regard a God. He shall magnify himself above all. He shall honor the God of forces, military powers, and satanic powers. He shall advance all who acknowledge him and cause them to rule over many. He shall divide the land of Israel for gain. Ooh, that's a no-no. That's God's land. You don't divide the land. The Antichrist will be acting in accord with the prophetic scripture till the end of the consummation determined is what it's saying here. He is given authority by Satan and don't, don't miss that. It's given to him by God. Revelation 13.2 A set time. 
He is given a time to be manifested. Daniel 9.27 here. Revelation chapter 6 to 19. He is given a kingdom. Revelation 17. 11 through 17 through the Catholic Church, through the Ten-Nation Confederacy. He is given power to make war against the saints of the tribulation and overcome them. Not us, but those of the tribulation. Revelation 12, 17 and 13, 7. And he is given a promoter, the false prophet, his PR man, who can also do miracles. Revelation 13, 11 through 14. Now, this Antichrist, in spite of all this, will be destroyed. The man of sin will be defeated by Jesus at the second coming. And he will be cast into the lake of fire with the false prophet. Daniel 8.25 has told us that. Revelation 19.20 records that. The devil will be bound for a thousand years then. With a great chain in the bottomless pit. Revelation 21 and 2. At the end of the thousand year reign. After Jesus rule an ideal world. Even though there's still sin. But Jesus is ruling. The animal kingdom goes back to what it is. People still rebel and follow Satan against Jesus to demonstrate that it's not the environment and some of all the psychologists, it's the heart. The last rebellion, Jesus will put it down and Satan and the Antichrist and the false prophet will be all in the lake of fire. Revelation 20, verse 7 through 10. You know, the German people looked at Hitler as their savior and they treated him as such. But when he was doing his shenanigans, he was so coy. But he was an evil deceiver. He brought such misery and horrible destruction to millions and the world, ending by taking his own life. The Antichrist will make Hitler look like a saint. This man is the epitome of evil. And he's coming. Don't fail to see the progression of the one world mindset that is going on. The stage is being set for the Antichrist. Listen carefully. I'm going to take you through history a little bit. The plan known as SWIFT, it's an acronym, was inaugurated in 1979. And most major banks hooked up to the system and were in some form connected to the computer in Brussels. It occupied three stories of a building. It had the ability to compute every man, woman, and child in the world. It was their ultimate plan. 34 years later, with our high tech, it's a reality. Your name is registered in Washington and all your information. President Obama has made a national data bank through education, which is unconstitutional, but he did it. Listen to Moody Magazine of March of 1974. Dr. Henry Alderman chief analyst of the Common Market Confederacy, announced today from Brussels that a computerized restoration plan is already underway in the aftermath of world chaos. In the crisis meeting which brought together scientists, advisors, and CMC leaders, Dr. Elman unveiled the beast. The beast is a gigantic computer that takes up three floors at administrative building of market headquarters. The monster is a self-programming unit that has over 100 sensing uh, input sources. Computer experts have been working on a plan to digital numbering system for every human on earth. 
The computer would assign each citizen of the world a number to use for all buying and selling to avoid the problem of ordinary credit cards. The number would be invisible, laser tattooed on the forehead or the back of the hand. Wow, what a novel idea. It would provide a walking credit card system. The number would show up under infrared scanners to be placed at all checkout counters and places of business. Dr. Elman suggested that by using three six digital units, the entire world could be assigned a working credit card number. Other common market officials believe that the present chaos and disorder caused by the mystery points to the need of world currency. Perhaps an international mark that would do away with all currency and coin. Instead, credit notes would be exchanged through a World Bank clearing center. No number, no member could buy or sell without having an assignment of digital mark. Market directors are now convinced that the world order depends on allegiance to an international program of peace and politics, as well as a new world trade and numbering system. One man could have at his fingertips the number of any man on earth. It could provide the most powerful lever known to mankind. He could have a solution bank for world problems. It could be a tool for peace or a dictator's weapon. End of quote. 1974. I want to take you to the progressiveness of it. When one of the market leaders was asked what would happen if any person objected to the system and refused to cooperate, he replied rather pointedly, quote, We would have to use force to make him conform to requirements. When one remembers what the Bible says concerning the appearance of the Antichrist, at the head of the organization, the following quotation becomes exceedingly illuminating. Listen carefully. Henry Speck, early planner of the European Common Market, Secretary General of NATO, said in one of his speeches, quote, We do not want another committee. We have too many already. What we need is a man of sufficient stature to hold the allegiance of all people and to lift us out, out of this economic morass into which we are sinking. Send us such a man, and be he from God or the devil, we will receive him. End of quote. A release from the United Nations World Affairs Councils on January the 3rd, 1976, declared, quote, Two centuries ago, our forefathers brought forth a new nation. Now we must join with others to bring forth a new world order. Jim Garrison, executive director of the Gorbachev Foundation, made a very revealing statement on May 31st, 1995, issued in San Francisco Weekly, a far-left San Francisco newspaper. Quote, over the next 20 to 30 years, we are going to end up with the world government. It's inevitable. By the way, George Bush Sr. is the one who inaugurated the One World Order in his, during his uh, administration. The world has not seen the, a confederacy of nations to try to stabilize and control the world's banking system with money transferred to a cashless society until now. The market crashed in December of 2008, if you remember. It was the watershed to erode about one-third of America's wealth. One-third. This was done by President Bush and Barack Obama as they signed the emergency stimulus to just print money which now waters down the value of our dollar even more.
You cannot print wealth. You can print money, but you cannot print wealth. When you print money, you erode the rest and remaining wealth. The subsequent stimulus and packages have only damaged our economy more by diluting it. The number one investment of American families is still their home. Well, they have devastated the home market today. Many people have lost their homes. There is a talk about the dollar being replaced as the world currency by the Chinese yen. If they do, the remaining wealth of America will be gone. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama turned the state of Arizona, August 29, 2010, to the United Human Rights Council for her stance on immigration while they ignored those of communist Cuba and many others. America turning in states of America to world courts. Placing Americans under world courts is around the corner. I'm quoting. The court was introduced to the U.S. when President Bill Clinton signed the Rome Statute in 1998. But President George W. Bush pulled the U.S. out in 2003 over concern that the ICC might prosecute American soldiers for war crime charges coming from the U.S. campaigns in Iraq and Afghanistan. The concern was that the ICC doesn't recognize many of the U.S. constitutional provisions protecting defendants in criminal trials such as the right to a trial by jury and protections against double jeopardy. So thank God for George W. Bush in that case. Otherwise, many of our troops would have been cited, tried, and imprisoned. Listen to the scriptures. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on the right hand of their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. If you're left behind in the rapture, do not take the mark of the beast. You will never see heaven. But let me ask you, if you cannot live for Jesus Christ now, how are you going to die from then? It's real simple. 2 Thessalonians 2, 11 and 12 says, And for this reason God will send them strong delusions, and they shall believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. It's progressive. It's being set up. The stage is set. The world in America is like the frog in the kettle. The heat is progressively being turned up, and the frog says, my, it smells good. I wonder what's for lunch. And the frog doesn't know that he is lunch. The power play of the 70th week results in the destruction of the Antichrist. Man, all that we see today is in preparation for the Antichrist so he can walk right in in the fulfillment of this 70th week through this threefold division. It's been laid out for us. The principal person of the 70th week is the Antichrist. The prophetic problem in the 70th week is the breaking of the treaty by the Antichrist. And the power play in the 70th week results in the destruction of the Antichrist. What an amazing prophecy. May God give us wisdom in the days that we're living. 
Pastor Xavier Rees, and the signs of the times signaling the prophetic coming of the end times, as drawn from the ninth chapter of the book of Daniel, today on Simple Truths. And if you're interested in obtaining a copy of this message titled, The 70th Week of Daniel, they're available on CD upon request for just $4. Having your own copy allows you to review the study again, at your own pace. Plus, everything Pastor Xavier shared the last time we were together will be included as well. So once again, the title to ask for is The 70th Week of Daniel, or simply mention today's date. You can request your copy by writing Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And thanks for mentioning the call letters of this station when you get in touch. This helps us track the effectiveness of this ministry in your area. And then join us for more Simple Truths next time with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com